Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. Brief cargo said to you were coming in. We have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. I am Luke, otherwise known as Lou the Lunatic, and I'm here with a couple of regulars. We have Dave with us. Hey everybody, I'm Dave, known online as Dave. <laughs> and we got Justice. Uh, known online by treaties, but I haven't played online enough since my computer just thought, like died, so I've been playing in person a lot more. Yeah, and that'll be our, our first little subject here. Uh, Dave and I, uh, this past weekend, on uh, what was it, October 30th, we just had an in-person uh, tournament at the Game Chamber. Many Ewoks attended. Uh, many Gonk Squadron people attended, uh, GRX people as well, uh, and it was it was a fun time. It was. I had a blast. Awesome. What did yeah. y'all fly? Uh, I, I flew Rebels. Corin, Garvin, Hera, B-Wing, and uh, Wedge, A-Wing. Okay, so how did you like the Hera, B-Wing? Well, I, I, I liked it a lot. I, I uh, tried a similar, almost exactly the same list with Hera as in the A-Wing, and now that they're the same price, I'd rather have three red dice than two, since she's just going to support and focus anyways. So I, I thought, oh, Hera B-Wing, great. And I flew it with two X-Wings, Luke and Wedge, and it was, like, perfectly priced. And then it died in one turn. One turn? Oh, I did not have that experience. Yeah, like, the, uh, the opponent had four uh, T-70s, but okay. it just, I didn't roll a single evade. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I did okay. that. That happened to me in one of the games, but it was uh, Corrin that did that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I yeah. want to like Hera B-Wing. I want to play Hera B-Wing. Yeah, I, I mean, I fly her in, uh, you know, kind of stealthily behind everybody because I want to use her focus. But I, I did find her beefier than the A-Wing. And, you know, the three red dice doesn't hurt. And they eight hell ain't bad either. Nope. Um, <laughs> And Luke? Uh, surprise, surprise. I flew five HMPs. Wow. I, I'm shocked. That's like such a novel list for you. <laughs> I didn't do as well as I would have hoped, but it was still fun. I've talked about this list before. It's the GGS and then four backtide drones. We got a couple ions, KTB4, uh, and probe droids in there. And uh, it was fun. My first matchup was against First Order. It, it was There was a Whisper, or a TIE Whisper. A tie bomber, I think, it was breach. A couple tie FOs and back and uh, backdraft, and the tie SF. I think it was a Malar SFO and a scorch FO, and I just I just couldn't do any damage to the SF or the tie FOs. Um, but I managed How to take the tie out the, whisper. It, the tie whisper is the first thing I killed. It was like okay. the second or third turn I killed <laughs> it. it. It didn't do any jamming to me, or I think it did one jam to me, and got rid of a calculate, and then it died. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, I'd, I just couldn't push any damage through on backdraft for the or the Typhos. Was this extended or this was hyper? extended? Uh, what was uh, what was your first round, uh, Dave? Who did you face there? I played uh, Tristan Matheson. I want to make sure I get the name right. And he was playing first order as well. He had who's the the um, tie silencer? I believe that that gets an extra die behind uh, shooting behind uh, a rock. Blackout. Black, blackout. Yeah, blackout. Captain Phasma, and one of the tie BAs that I didn't recognize. Um, uh, unfortunately, let's see. The only tie BAs I know there's Von Reg. It wasn't Hollow. Von Reg. Was it Hollow? Probably, probably Hollow. Or was it just generic? No, it wasn't a generic. They were named pilots. Um, I, I. So that was Hollow then. Okay. Yeah. Nobody Unless... brings Ember. Nobody brings Ember to a tournament. That's right. There's Ember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my opponent was pretty new to the list. He 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 um, made a couple mistakes very early, and lost. Uh, well, uh, a ship basically per round. He kind of. Kind of, he tried to joust and that didn't work out for him. I, uh, I felt kind of bad that I had to uh, take all his ships away that quickly. Yeah, and uh, you had a great first round. I did. I, uh, mine was like a very low point. It was, um, I just had to kill Scorch and I would have won. I got half points on him. He just rolled too many squiggles. So it was, uh, he, my opponent got like 80 points and I had like 67 or something. Oh, ouch. Um, yeah, like 200 to 47. I had great MOV after that first round. Yeah, and uh, on to the second round. I, I I lost my first one, so I started the submarine. Um, and uh, it, it was against Kyle... Pinkerton? Uh, yeah, it was against Kyle. I'm just trying to remember... Wait... No, the first match was against Kyle. Second match was... Did you play... Oh, no, that was, I think, your third round. I played Brian in the third round. Right. Okay, so my my second round was against Kevin. Okay. I believe. I had everything in my mind of what happened. Now everything's a blur. First round was against First Order. Hold on a second here. Sorry. So for my my second game, okay, I played... sorry, second okay, second round, sorry, was against Scum, um, and he had and he had the Tirani, Consul Zubio, uh, Captain Jostero, and four Lone List. Oh, that's okay. And uh, uh, for I stayed to, uh, towards the bottom and went up the left side. Four Lone kind of came in by himself and landed on a debris cloud. Which is fine, he could hand out stress, but he didn't have any mods, and he went down in the second round of combat. And then from there, I was able to pick off Tarani, and then Jostero, and then Zubio was the last one standing. I think he killed one of my ships. Ouch. Might have killed two. Yeah, and uh, what was second round for you? And he had a rebel list, uh, not not too different than mine. He had Hera in the B-Wing as well. He had Wedge also, but in the X-Wing. And then uh, Arvel and uh, and uh, the the low initiative uh, unnamed um, A wings the, the green is a green squadron or that's the Phoenix. initiative three and the yeah. initiative anyway it was it was blue squadron, blue squadron then yeah and uh, he, he that was that was a fun game it went uh, all the way to time and he flew Arvel really well 
he did a lot of damage with that, uh, with intimidation, of course. But I did end up uh, winning in the end. Thank you, Corin Horn, and your double taps. Oh, so you got the double tapping to work. I, How many I got times it twice. You, uh, I got it twice in that game, uh, awesome. and only three times over four games, though. Oh, I, I'm 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 a little new with the list, but I like it. I'm going to try it a few more times. I I like Corin. He doesn't double reposition, which would be amazing. Yeah, that's the uh, the main problem with the E wings. But with their new tech slot, they're they're pretty awesome. Able to slap pattern pattern analyzer on there. That's what I did. So on to uh, round three. Uh, I won this one as well. Uh, Brian, all right. Uh, Brian was um, flying uh, Janors. She didn't have Moldy Crow. Um, and then Luke. Skywalker and Dash with uh, Kato. Uh, so oh, yeah. yeah, I played Brian as well. Arr. Dash. Dash. <laughs> so the, um, I think it was the first or second turn, he 4K'd in front of my five HMPs, and three of them were in range of him. Uh, he managed to do throw six dice with a trick shot and Jan boosting him, but, only, but I rolled some paint and managed to get... Uh, um, only take two damage on one of my HMPs, and then three shots back, I managed to get um, two shields off of him. Also, and Atreides, before he continues, so he was also running, you, you might know this card, because you know all the janky shit, and I had never seen it. It was at K2SO that he was running on, on Dash? Mm-hmm. Love K2SO. It yeah. gives you... At the start, you can choose a ship zero to two. I want to say yes. Yep, I, I didn't know the range, but choose you can, yourself. Yeah, you can choose yourself. That's an important thing, and you can give your whatever ship a calculate and a stress. Yeah, so he would give it to himself and then go over a cloud without rider, lose the and stress, and then remove it. Yeah, and then Dash take an action. <laughs> I know. It was aw- uh, Luke, you continue with your game. I played him as well and have. So I had a really big blob moment. <laughs> I had a big blob moment because he did a 4K over top of two debris clouds. And I'm like, wait, how much stress should you have right now? And I had it, and I was so confused for a minute. I'm like, oh, wait, it's freaking Dash. He's not going to take any stress in those debris clouds. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, Dash don't care. So I, I threw all of my locks on him because I knew he had Outrider. Um, so throughout the game, he had the choice: do I get rid of a lock or do I get rid of the stress from K- like? So most of the turns through the oh. game, he didn't even take K two uh, use K two S O. Okay. Um, so all of the locks from the probe droids were kind of a deterrent for it. I mean, so that's it was cool. like, do I want to get rid of a lock? Was kind of, but I'm not sure that, if there was turns. That's actually a pretty good conundrum to be forced with. Yeah. Um, I, at just on the aside, talking about Dash, I ruined the armistice at my store, at the brand new <laughs> store. We had an armistice that I forgot about, that Dash wouldn't hit the table as long as <laughs> my ensnare Nantex didn't hit the table. And oh, shit. one day I was bored, like, since we have a league, and I brought, I'm like, I'm going to fly ensnare Nantex. And I put him on the table, and my friend was like, you ruined the armistice. I'm bringing Dash now. <laughs> Everybody hates you. Um, so there, there was a couple of funny turns for me. Not so funny for Brian. A couple of good turns for me. Um, I ended up 
uh, just going out pretty much the middle left of the board. And da uh, Luke turned in while Dash turned away. Uh, Jan came in over top of a debris cloud. And I already took a couple of shields off Luke and a hull, but he regened one with R5. And during that round, um, my setup is three HMPs in the front and two in the back. I went one forward. Luke did a four straight behind, uh, diagonally behind my first three, but was beside my other two. And then um, Jan went over into Recloud and had no tokens because um, no multi crow. I shot all three of my um, HMPs. Actually, I think I only had two HMPs left at the front. So I shot those two. Uh, Jan only rolled focuses and blanks and died. Ouch. And I shot the other two, three hits on both. Uh, I think Luke rolled one natty and died. So they both died in one round from pretty much pretty healthy hull and shields. And then it was just Dash running around the map trying to get cheap shots off. But I managed to take him out and get the full 200 points as well. It was 200 oh. to 100 for me. So you were his loss, one loss. Yep. And then uh, we'll talk about your third uh, round, Dave. But then it's kind of funny what ended up happening to me the next round. Yeah. Did you? Why did we play the same person? Uh, no, uh, I ended up on the final table. Oh, that is the yeah. No, my third round was against Brendan. Oh, okay. So he had the. Is oh, a droid was, swarm as well, but it was the list. yeah. He had like one bomber and the rest of the the little vulture droids. Mm -hmm. Is that what they were? They had struts and ion torpedoes and probe droids. Yeah. So yeah, like round one, Dash had I don't know six target locks on him, and basically like I, I. I tried to split up his list. Like I had Dash at one side of the board to start and then the other three on the other end. And I was going to try to make my way around his list, which I was able to. Oh, with Dash? You mean Corrin? So, sorry, sorry. I said Dash. I meant Corrin, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Dash on the brain. I have Corrin on my side, on one side of the table, and then the other three. Wedge did eventually get behind his list and did a bit of damage, but man, he, uh, he was very quickly able to ionize Corrin and isolate him. He was, you know, just eaten alive by the little vultures. And, uh, yeah, that was a very quick loss for me. Once, uh, you know, Garvin and Hera were on their own. I mean, she only has one green die, like, like we did say. She's all right for a while, but that swarm was overpowering to me. Yeah. Very, uh, very well flown. Just dissected my list. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't, ha I, I don't know. I was, uh, I didn't have a lot to say about a big list like that. Like you just destroyed me. You're very well flown, and Brendan's a hilarious guy. He's fun to play against, but and, it, and they're so cheap, right? I got nothing for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tough, especially all like they all had independent calculations, so they were always double calculated, and I had Doofus in there, so mm -hmm. one would the one that you always wanted to shoot had three calculates, and he would always roll pain on defense. <laughs> uh, it was so hard. Um, yeah, the best part of the game was talking about how Ewoks probably ate all those stormtroopers after Endor, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a tough list. So I ended up um, eighty points off of me, and I got like 
fifty something or sixty something from him. So he's the only one that went undefeated all day. He went four and zero, oh, so it was it was it was capped at fourteen players. So it was just four rounds, and uh, high score takes it. Yeah. Or I guess this wins. Right? I, I end up on the final table, but I end up seventh place overall, <laughs> just because of uh, MOV. I mm-hmm. think. How many people went two and two? Lots of uh, us. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six people went two and two. Yeah, but I was uh, Brian's one loss. He could have uh, ended up against Brian on the final table. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I ended up playing Brian for my last game, and and uh, yeah, also Dash was very hard to deal with. I got a lot of damage on him. I think half points and almost killed Luke, but man, that's a lot of red dice. And with the, he, he was, since he only had one target lock to shed, he was able to use K2SO. Oh man, a whole, I can't even count how many times every time. I don't know. He always had a target lock and a calculate basically. Yeah. I think uh, versus me, I think like most of his attacks, he didn't even need tokens. Like they were all natties every time he attacked me. Oh yeah, uh, the one the one really disappointing. Like maybe. you know, I I don't I don't mind losing. Hey, I got some free cards, two free full size pattern analyzer. Love it. They're gonna go with the uh, bro bots next week. But anyways, the, the the I had I had Corin at range three with a focus. So and I was unobstructed. So I think I, I got my four green dice. All blank. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Heroic. Oh, the wrong faction. And uh, that card is bad. <laughs> no, it's a great card. I hate that card. <laughs> it's a great card, but I hate it. It's like how you love Hen Snare, but everybody else hates it. <laughs> hey, I have good taste. <laughs> it's everyone else who's wrong. Yeah, that's like usually how I see things. See, my all of all of you guys have opinions. I have fact. Okay. <laughs> All right, and the heroic is deserved to be one point. That is a fact. Oh no! It's one point. <laughs> Was it always one point? It needs to be one point. It's oh. two points. Yeah, I thought it went up. It deserves to be three. No, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've played games where someone would roll green dice. We get four green dice, and it's like heroic, and it's like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, that seems obnoxious. If you get to like rerolling two green dice is one thing, but four—that's crazy. But uh, do you know um, Dragoon Katarn on Twitch? I uh, do Trades? not. Um. Yes. Yeah, that's Brendan. Yeah, I've played against him before. Oh, okay. I Online. Just, uh, making sure that you knew who we were talking about. Um, I've played against more Canadians online, like when I played a bunch, than most other. That makes sense. And it's always like great games, so. Well, thank you. Unless you're <laughs> playing me, of course. And I still think that was a wonderful game where <laughs> I overthought myself way too much. Oh, it seems like so long ago now. 
It oh does. Goodness. When are we going to have another Kyber Cup soon? Um, I'm not going to be playing in it, so... Me, I'm probably not going to be in it either. Uh, I, like, that came up uh, a few times uh, on the on Saturday that like the online play, now that things are opening up, has gone way down. Well, uh, for me, my computer, like, my computer broke. I think I have to get a new processor, which means I think I have to get a new motherboard. And it's like, I don't have the money for that right now. So, like, I'm using my wife's, and I'm not going to download Tabletop Simulator on my right. wife's computer. For sure. Anyway, we're, I've just been so busy that it's like, online play? Uh, I don't have time to sleep. Yeah, the only time I have to play is the occasional Nickel City stream and our in-person tournaments. <laughs> yeah, and, like uh, we've been, we have a new game store open. A new, a new store? Yeah, we have a brand new game store open. Awesome. Like we were losing our other new brand new one. Got talking to the guy, convinced like convinced him. We talked, and it's like, can we start an X Wing League on Thursday nights? And he's like, sure. And so Thursday nights have been going over there. Awesome. Wow, sounds like there's a lot more f- less fighting with this guy. <laughs> uh, you don't have to argue about starting anything up or anything like that. No, he was just like, yeah, sure, start it up. Well, I'm, I'm sure he's happy to just have customers, especially starting out right now in this. Uh, oh, I'm, I know in, uh, in the U.S. stuff has been open for a while, but. I know. I know. Here, it'd be really, really hard to start something like that. And you know, it's it's been great having the new store. So we is, is it very far from you, or in your neighborhood? No, it's like five minutes from me. Oh, it's awesome. even closer than the other store. I just have to go down my street, turn on another, and make a U-turn. Sweet, and it's on. That is awesome. Now um, I'm never going from like. It's Thursday night, so like I'm always coming from some private lesson, but just keep your stuff in the car. Oh yeah. So we usually get two games so far, and I because the old store would have like you could buy a pass, and because they had a separate game room. Okay. This we game room is like in like the that. back of the store, and so like when he closes, that's closing. Yeah. So yeah. like. He closes about nine, and so we get there about six ish to seven. Oh yeah, so you, yeah, you would only have time for a couple games. Yeah, we get two games then. The, the, but it's uh, only been sorry, four of us showing up. So yeah, you'll grow it. I mean, I know for us here, pre-COVID, we were you know uh, for a couple. Oh, sometimes we'd have up to a dozen guys and Armada and a few Legion. And you know we're we're only averaging about six right now, four or six, but yeah. things are getting better. And like even this tournament, the the new game chamber, they set it up. They wanted to you know before COVID the way things were going, they they wanted to be able to have tournaments, so they they set their game room up. They could expand to sixty four people for a, for a tournament, but this was capped at sixteen, and we only got fourteen. Which is still like I'm not complaining about that. That was awesome. I understand yeah. why, but um, you know things are moving up, moving up, moving on up. Our, I think I don't know. I don't remember if you played at, at Imperial Hobbies, Luke, but their game nope. chamber was a bit similar to the one I think you were talking about. They 
he could lock the store in front out, right? Like he had a, a back door and a door to the game room. So he would lock, basically lock us in the game room and we could play till midnight if we wanted, because when you left out the back door, it would lock itself. But now the game chamber, yeah, it's, it's a proper store store. So when they close at 10, we have to leave. So if you get three games, you did pretty good. I mean, just open up the garage door and then we can just close it when we leave. <laughs> I don't know what they use that for, but. For okay, fun. so is our conversation uh, now going to steer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, what everybody is um, talking about right now is the Wikipedia deep dive. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wikipedia deep dive. Uh, In a while. Uh, Justice, you were not as uh, part of that tournament or really um, I talked so talk hard. I enjoyed so. I enjoyed hearing y'all had three FO players? Uh, yeah, at least. I, one, two... That is insane. Yeah, three, there was at least three because uh, our regular Dave uh, the other regular Dave, he plays all the time. Since those bombers came out, he's been playing the hell out of them. Uh, see, I want to play one. I so want to play a bomber. Man, they are so fast. Like it's, I, I don't play. I didn't want to buy that pack, um, but man, it looks like a lot of fun. He definitely is moving a lot faster than he used to. With the he used to play the Imperial bombers, right? You could, you yeah. knew where they were going. But man, yeah, they move very interestingly in that with that system phase yeah. movement. And we we just got the first order and resistance pack, um, so I just picked those up on Saturday as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Um, because like even at the Dallas uh, Open, the Texas one, um, we had three total out of the hundred players. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, pick a faction, buddy. Okay, let's go. Let's go, scum. All right. So I'm gonna hit random. On Yasby. And our first named pilot is Tirani Kolda. Oh, cool. Alright, I'm going to type that into our handy dandy Wikipedia here. Oh, wait. And open the oh, he's not. Miniatures. That... Let's see. Does he have a page? He does do. have a, a fandom uh, Wikipedia oh, page. Is. Okay. Not right, much. Yeah. Oh, that this will be easy then. It, it looked like was he uh, was Tarani one of the ones that was created for X-wing? No, it was created first for the FFG Star Wars Edge of the Empire campaign um, from one of their adventure books, Lords of Nalhada. Oh, I see that here now. And then the other two uh, sources are just X-Wing related. Yes. So it's an FFG creation. Hmm. Okay, I'll go over the physical description here and then um, I don't know how we're going to split this. You uh, could but, read the whole thing if you want. <laughs> all right. It, it's unless pretty you, short. Unless you run out of breath or something. Uh, Trani Kolda is a, of the Rodian species, and she is a female. Her eye color is gold, and her skin color is light green. 
green like most Rodians. Um, but it's light green. Like a Canadian $20 bill. <laughs> Not like an American every dollar bill. Y'all's Monopoly money. The Monopoly money. <laughs> it is a little, I don't know, I don't like the plastic money now, but whatever. That's, that's a different conversation. Uh, Kolda of the Veruli clan was a female, was, oh no, that means that she died, uh, was a female Rodian bounty hunter and assassin who operated during the years of the Galactic Empire. Small in lithe, lithe, even for a Rodian, Kolda exuded calm confidence and open disdain for anyone she considered to be beneath her notice. She possessed light green skin and golden eyes, a prominent trio of scars, which she made no attempt to conceal, crossed her brow. She was considered a devious foe and often worked in tandem with her partner, Rodian assassin droid A02, to overcome their foes. She flew the M12L Kimogila heavy fighter. So that's like uh, shit all. We don't know much. <laughs> well, um, I'm trying to remember the uh, Lords of Nal Hutter campaign. Um, it's been a while since I've read the book, but she was just one of the like characters you would run into. And so, so she's just an NPC. <laughs> yeah, she's an NPC. Okay. Well, uh, I guess any Star Wars character is an NPC, but like. I'm going to mute myself for one moment. Yeah. So. Okay. So what are yeah, the other, is she, is she the, is she the one that everybody flies? The only one that, let me open up yeah, the expansion she, pack. She's the main Kimogula that everyone flies that does the extra damage in the bullseye after yeah, she attacks. Yeah. Oh, Dale and Oberst, that's the other name I was trying to remember. It's a neat looking ship. I like the ship. Oh, it's yeah, that's fine. It's one of the many, one defense die, medium base scum ships yeah it's not one i've art. played with a lot i do well i i bought everything i own it but i can't say i played it a lot that was the first that was the first experiment with that bullseye right yeah well in first edition she was a small base but um hmm. yeah that was the first ship in first edition that used a bullseye as a uh, part of the game design that and book that, that atreides bullseye mentioned. was used for everything in 2.0 i ordered they didn't come in in time obviously but I ordered a set of uh, a, of uh, acrylic uh, judging uh, templates, the rulers From, uh, and markers. Curlpaw. Curlpaw, yeah, and they have uh, a bullseye uh, ruler as well. Nice. Is that the one that actually um, goes up to the pegs? Mm hmm. Oh yeah, so that it's like very precise. Yeah. Very cool. How long does that go for a range three? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't have it open in front of me. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, it'd be really hard to use that if there's ships in the way. Yeah, I think it was pretty small, but it gives you, you know, the the starting a pretty good starting point. Do you have oh, okay. uh, a set of of uh, judging templates, judging rulers, Atreides? I don't have like the. Full, I have clear ones, but yeah. like they make special special judging I, templates. I just ordered some from Curled Paw. They they weren't here yeah. in time for Saturday, but. Uh, yeah, they're very nice. I, I can't wait to get them. They are extremely nice. I use them occasionally at Dallas. I have to come up with because uh, that came that came up on Saturday too. Like they they asked me to judge again, 
but then at one point with my game with Brian, we needed a, a, a ruling, like a, a, a rain, you know, a arc ruling. So yeah. Cam was nice enough to do it for us, but I, I can't be judging my game. Yeah, that's you just you. I mean, when it's your own game, you just call for impartial seconds. Yeah. While we're on that topic, just real quick, mm-hmm. I'll shout it out now and I'll shout it out later. New Orleans Open. We have a few more spots left. I don't. They haven't told me the official number. Um, but our spots were kind of reduced. Oh. So. What's the date again? December tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Oh, three days. Awesome. Yeah, your ticket actually gets you three days guaranteed X-Wing because what we're doing Friday, we're just having like social games and like maybe Aces High. Fun times. Saturday, we're doing a, uh, what's it called? Hyperspace tournament. Okay. Okay. Sunday, we're doing an extended tournament. Oh, cool, cool. Gotta love a tournament with multiple events. And we're getting trophies for both the um, hyperspace and the extended. Great, that's awesome. Yeah, because awesome. Friday would really be probably to hearing about that. Is yeah, is anybody going to be, awesome. be uh, streaming any of it? No, I don't know. We don't have any streamers local. Oh. Well, I look forward to hearing about it and seeing lots of pictures, of course. Yes. All right, uh, so stuff happened. Elephant <laughs> in the room time. Yes, sir. Uh, so I'm going to just, uh, like, the they set the internet on fire for a little bit. It's still going on. It's still on fire. Oh, yeah. If you go yeah. on Gold Squadron's Discord, it's in slow-mo. Yeah, so GSP just created three new... Um, uh, uh, areas in their Discord just to talk about RPO. Really? So, yeah, uh, I already put my comment in there. Uh, so, um, and so what, just before, so you called it RPO, which is what we were calling it on Saturday. I was on the Fly Better, uh, uh, not Discord, on their Facebook. What's what's Road that do you was talking about? Random order after dials. Oh, oh yeah, okay, I just, okay. I just found that out, out today. Okay. There's a. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, random order after dials after yeah, dials and random order before dials oh after di- no i thought it was before dials no it's after dials sorry sorry Done. sorry wait wait what yeah. people are arguing yeah. that it should be before dials no, no. I'll, I'll read the whole tweet here okay yes so do, everybody's do, let's, yeah, uh, let's on start the same page sure. so this originally started Last week, uh, the week after they had the painting stream where they were talking about their new rule changes, kind of. Um, they had technical every, everybody, everybody was getting all up in a tizzy because they weren't focusing just on X-Wing. Uh, and then the, the, they said, okay, the next day we're going to have a stream game showing what we have um, set up for random player order. It's not in the rules, uh, but we're going to show you what we're going to do. And then their power got knocked out by uh, windstorms. Cyclone, the so they, cyclone bomb. Yeah, so they had no internet or anything like that. And then the next day after that, uh, just out of the blue, they're like, oh, here's the rules that we were going to use, which was probably not a great idea. 
because everybody is going crazy. So the tweet says, due to severe windstorms in the Everett area affecting the reliability of our internet, we were unable to host our scheduled X-Wing live stream yesterday. However, we still want to share the new rules regarding turn order that we would have used during the game. Explosion. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the first, they have some screenshots here of what it would look like in the rules document. The uh, first part, uh, determine player order. Randomly determine the first player as follows. Each player rolls three attack dice. The player with the most crit results is the first player. In case of a tie, the first player is the player with the most eyeball results. If there is still a tie, the first player is the player with the most hit results. If there is still a tie, players re-roll the dice and follow the above rules until the die is broken. Holy crap. Okay, <laughs> the next part. Uh, uh, planning, fla- uh, planning phase, players choose maneuvers for their ships using maneuver dials. Nothing has changed there, right? Once dials have been set, players roll to determine player order for the round described in the determined player order s- step of setup. What? And then uh, they go to say, after all ships have dials assigned to them, players roll to determine player order for the round. Note that during the first round of the game, player order is determined during setup. After player order has been determined, player proceeds to the system phase. So they pretty much just said the same thing that they just said. Um, so this has caused quite the internet fire, and it's not going out anytime soon. Uh, I'll just quickly go over what my initial reaction was that I tweeted back at them. Uh, and if you are going to say anything, say it nice. Don't be mean. Yes. Um, I said, please keep it simple, AMG. Roll dice for first player, then play. I'm confident that not many people I know like this. I say this with love. I'm sure you'll make the right call. And then I left another comment under that said, like others have said, knowing player order before setting dials would also be a lot better. Um, that is very nice. Uh, so that was my initial reaction. And my thoughts haven't really changed that much uh, since then. What um, When you guys found out, uh, let's start with you, Justice. What was your initial reaction? Chaos. Um, I read it and I'm like, well, that makes zero sense. Um, but then the more I thought about it, I'm like, but in the spur of the moment, it it feels it, they could have made it simpler. One die, roll off yeah. like you would, call it, flip a coin. Um, could have made it simpler. But I like it because in a game, I, I mean, y'all know my list. Y'all know how I fly. Y'all know what I like. I like chaos on the board. And this feels like that. This feels like you are not punishing someone. You're it's the players don't know like things. And if that person's constantly with them six, then yeah, he'll know where I'm going to be. And, but that, and that makes me think this adds a whole nother element of strategy and thinking do you overthink? Do you underthink it? Um, I I like the ruling. I like it switching. I, I like the whole concept of it. 
But All right. I get where everyone else is coming from. I mean, I think it's a little extreme to say that their AMG is just coming in and trying to change the game just to change it and make it theirs. I don't. No, think no, no. That's, no, that's not definitely not. I one. think that they're just trying to address problems. I just don't think that they're. Which problems were we on that show like not it... four months ago where we said the game was perfect? Are they addressing the uh, Ace play, the bid wars? Yeah, guaranteeing that someone's well, the, going the to be moving second bid. the entire game was apparent. I didn't think that was a problem. Uh, but Dave, what was your initial reaction to the to this news? Actually, I honestly didn't didn't believe they were serious about or like because I didn't read it. People were telling me about it um, every round. That seems excessive. Three dice seems like a lot. I feel like there's a much simpler way to figure this out once at the beginning of the game. I mean, I've invested, you know, $1,000 in this game. I'm not going anywhere, but it, I, I, it, I don't know. It, it seems needlessly complex. And, like, if you're deciding who goes first after you set dials, yeah, chaos, you're going to have that on the board. I mean, it would make a huge difference. It's going to make a huge difference in how how you have to think about the game. Like, because you don't know anything now about where you're going to end up and and, and like, yes i know like how, how do you know you know when you're trying to decide even what move you're going to make or if you can make that move well the ship that might have moved before you to get out of your way may not even move now or you might not end up with first play you know like uh, the other dave at uh at the game chamber i don't think he ever rolled paint on a green die like he's never going to be first player you could go three in a row being second player and be first player once, you know, like, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't actually seem more fair. Yeah, but I'm going to keep playing. I mean, I don't have a lot of choice. Then it's a hundred percent a dice game at that point. I mean, unless you're, you're not overlapping in initiatives at all, but in the 25% or, 30% 30% of games where you overlap that high in, or those initiatives. A lot of games where there's a lot issues. of fours on the board, you know? Yep. Yeah, or if I'm flying my I-1s versus more I-1s, like it, there's going to be chaos. Um, we're going to say that word a lot. <laughs> because that's what it is. It's chaos. Like... I'd be okay I if this don't have a different X-Wing mode, but I don't like this for regular X-Wing. I don't have a, like, when we think about it, it's hard to just, like, well, this is going to be great for the game. No, it's going to be interesting for the game. And I'm all for change-ups. I'm all for interesting. Um, thought they should do a change-up different way, but... Uh, Okay, when I bring a list, here's my thought. When I bring a list, I'm bringing 200 points. If I bring below 200, it's just because I can't fit anything else in it. So I'll be at 199, 198. I'm banking on the other player taking initiative. Or giving it to, like, I'm banking on never having that decision myself. So I'm planning my, like this. I'm planning how I'm planning 
depending on this. So now, don't have to worry about that. It's random. Um, my strategy is going to be thinking about the two possible moves and seeing what's going to happen. I like the... So, in, in my thought, when it matters, it's probably going to matter in the term of aces. Yeah, it's going to matter for the threes and the fours, the bump factor. Like, But think, what's the best thing? If I go first and I do this, what will happen? If I go second and I have planned this, is this going to change? I think it takes a whole other like, element of strategy into the thought. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I just think in those cases where there is overlapping initiative, you're just playing a game of chicken because you could it, potentially get first player and be able to go in first and potentially block. But if you don't get that first player and you're getting blocked, like you're just going to want to turn away. There's going to be less um, reasons I to mean, engage. You're going to want to do that too hard and get out of there instead of doing that straight maneuver and you know you what take that risk that now even now I, I i don't like the run away run away type of strategy like if i'm playing and i'm like if i ran i could win mm -hmm. but i'm not playing to run i'm playing to play that's why i've never been a good ace player <laughs> like I, i'll be the first to admit Give me a central foul. I don't know how to fly him. I'm not but, a central player. It, but this is why, like, I, I thought that GSB did it perfectly. Roll a die. If you roll a hit or a crit, you're a first player. If you roll a blank or a focus result or an eyeball, uh, your opponent's first, or uh, your opponent's, or your, um, Sorry, your second player and your yeah. opponent's first player. I thought that was great because now that everybody's been building to 200 for these Galaxies tournaments, and it seems like... I don't think there's anybody with less than 200 points at our local tournament, Dave. Um, well, on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, there were a couple guys with a bid because we were still using the official rules. But it was one... I played a guy that had a 198. But, okay. here Here's... That's still, once you're that, you're that, and your whole game is now based on that. So if you're flying an ace, the whole game is now based around, I'm second player, I can get out of your arc. And it's, I mean, for the other player, it's like, yep, oh, you're going to boost, you're going to barrel roll and boost, okay, I'm not going to shoot you, okay, that's cool. Oh, I, I have to, like, plan this exact, or you're just going to be gone. Um... Now it takes more strategy in my eyes. It... But, I, but I think the strategy before with the new GSP rules, you roll a die, your first or second player for the whole game is but that's list the strategy building. For the whole, the game. whole strategy was list building. Now you, just, you, you have to make a list that can be second player or first player. If you're bringing in tier, bring a swarm with you as well. Yeah. If you're... Well, if, uh, just, 
do some bring something that can do both that doesn't mind being either side. Yeah, but when and you now, were when you were imagining yourself as these ace pilot characters from the movie playing this game, were you imagining yourself flying a whole squadron, or was it you, the ace pilot against the world, dodging, leaving, I, shooting? I, was, I imagine I more the Thrawn, like moving, like this squad goes here and yeah, that's you not go what over there. to me X Wing. That's not yeah. what I imagined when I play X Wing. I'm I'm Fen Rao. I'm Luke Skywalker by myself in the trench. I'm, you know, I'm soon tier. Yeah, that's a great, like, man, what no, a that, cool. Yes. Now, but let, let's let say your <coughs> your list, Dave, with Corrin, Hera, mm-hmm. Wedge, and uh, Gar- uh, Garvin. Mm-hmm. That list doesn't mind going first or second. No, no, it doesn't. It's, I so wouldn't... If, if you build your list to not care uh, to be at the B end or be all end all. Then it doesn't. Then you're fine. Yeah, but if, like, if is, there, is there a problem? Only when going second is that really a good list? But it also, if you think about a dogfight, like an actual dogfight, each pilot, like they can both be aces, and one's like, oh, "Well, I'm still going to be slower than this person." No, you don't know what's going to happen sometimes in a dogfight. Like if you imagine that ace dogfight. They don't know what they're going to do until they do it. So that random player order kind of adds that whole other element to it. I can see that. And that's just like, I'm being as positive as I can. Like, you give me the rules and I will play this game. I don't care what the rules are. You can say, set up dash. You're always flying against dash. I'm like, well... I'm always flying against Ash. Guess I get to get better at it. So, like, I'm just taking it as a positive, like. And also, I like this element of unknown, unpredictability. And it's that playing of how do I react? How can I list build to react to this? That's why I love on my HMP, um, on under on oppressors season navigator how much is that on them uh let's see i have my list right here five points it's not bad bring two under on oppressors throw season navigator and then so i made a list somewhat i got a list challenge make tri fighters Good. Win with tri fighters. So I bring two under on oppressors, and I bring two flak, whatever. Flak. The I fives. The faps. And <laughs> and I have like probe droid, and I have you to thank Luke. I bring a K two on one of them. Yes. Um, and so like I can look at your dial with my flaks during the system phase. And then I can change. I'm like, okay, this under and oppressor is doing this. Well, I'm going to change it to this way. Now it's a stressful maneuver, but because it's an under and oppressor and I'm, I'm side slipping, I get to calculate anyway. That's interesting. Less building. I like it. And so that's like, so I'm seeing this and I'm seeing, you know, what I can do to 
do this. I get what everyone else is saying. I 100% get the argument against. I get the arguments for. I just want to play. If that you makes sense. You know what? Sense. None of this matters if you just bring three Jedi with sense. <laughs> My three K-Wings. Cassian Informant. Doesn't matter where you're going. I'm going to find out anyway. Exactly. Um, I kind of want to go over my... I, I wrote this out today on GSP. Because yeah. uh, I think if I read it, then I won't... Then it'll sound better. Um, <laughs> I'm not just saying it from memory. So my, my, um, my opinion today was that I think that even if it was one, if they put it down to one die, I think it is a waste too much time. Uh, you're putting a lot of pressure on the judges and on the players for remembering things like that. Uh, it's just another thing to remember. Um, so, like I already mentioned, I think what GSP put in place for the Galaxies events is perfect. Uh, I don't think it really needs to change from that. Uh, even though I know that was kind of what they thought AMG was thinking about. But it's just kind of what Dio and GSP have created. Um, and like I've been saying, just make sure to take lists that can deal with going last or first. And try your best when it's not in your favor. Um, and I, I think that it takes away the agency of the dial. Those, that's kind of my final thoughts on it. I just my dial. At, at least change it so that you're setting your dial after you know who's first or second. I think that's one of the main arguments I'm hearing. Okay, I think I, so... I think I would prefer that. I get that, but then, again, I'm going to go with the, you tell me the rules and I'm going to play it by the rules. Um, but I prefer after, just thinking about it all, because again, I like that notion of you have to plan and you have to think. I like that myself. No, I and I know I am an offshoot. I'm probably weird in that thought and I will accept all the disagreements and I agree like I hear all the different agreements disagreements and the stuff against it I think I, one let's try it let's play with it a bit would they really do this if they didn't test it probably I'm not <laughs> saying about anything about AMG um, do they not understand the core concept of high play uh, X-Wing? Probably so. I want to try it. For the most part, I don't think it will matter. Like, I think only... there's been so much backlash, I I think they're going back to the drawing board. <laughs> Cause... See, that's not how they should function, and this is my yeah, opinion. Like, I got that. You're definitely right about that. Like, if you're going to make the decision, don't walk it back just because we all got all mad. Like, that's not how you run a company. You know what no, I mean? Don't like now, listen to the mad every time, listen. like every time listen a squeaky wheel gets the, gets the grease, that's going to screw you. Over. Like, because now you're setting a precedent. If the yeah. next thing you try to change, we all don't like, well, why aren't you, we are, we, we all bitched about it last time and you changed it. Why, 
why are you being a hard ass now? So I think, okay, this is, and you'll excuse me for a second because I am, I do have this degree and sometimes I do get too intellectual about it. No, you But in my education mass, like in my master's program, in as I'm training to be an administrator, as I was training, they had this whole thing about having an agent of change. That if you're an administrator, you're coming in, you're going to make a change, then you have to let the other people buy into it. You have to get someone and get people to buy in. You don't just make the change right then and there and say, here's a change, love it or leave it, get out. But then you don't make the change and say, well, no, I'm going to change my mind again. If you're going to make a change, you have to have a plan for that change. How do you get it out? If I was AMG, they should have sat down with some of the people, give calls, even find local people around them. Have them come to the their place, play the games that you know, on stream. Show them, this is one game played this way. Look at how it's happening. This is another game. This is why we did this design. This is why we think. Explain why explain to the people what they did was they dropped it and they said peace we're out yeah and, and that's that, that's a big part of the problem that was chaos we saw i, I don't know if y'all saw fly better like their facebook whew, no yeah, I, I didn't uh, see it but i like i can, I can like an emergency podcast that was like five minutes long just telling people to calm down see like, the like the, there's a huge terrible. there's a huge other big like we all know, you know, we just spent two years, most of us, imprisoned in our home. There's a pandemic. Everybody is on edge, a little stressed, maybe angry and depressed, and we don't even know it. The time, like, the problem with doing all this right now is maybe when we all want to just revert to our, you know, our our hobbies and our beloved nostalgic movies maybe right now in the state of the world, it's not the best time to make these huge changes to the game. Maybe just wait another year until everything calms down and the world is, you know, not so uptight because a lot of this is, is, you know, a lot of this is exterior forces that are pressing on us that like everybody is on edge to begin with for all kinds of different reasons right now that aren't AMG's fault, but it maybe wasn't the right time to be messing with a beloved game that we just want to use to escape from the troubles of the world right now, you know? And I mean, do y'all get what, like if they would have done that, if they would have had streams and explaining to the people and showing them in game mode. Yeah. People love think, to be explained to. No, and I'm serious about. You're right. Like, if you give us the your reasoning behind why this is happening, that smooths out a lot too. And like showing people saying, "We went to the community. Look at this game. We went to the community. Look at this. How this is done." That would have been so much better than rules, peace, no response. Like they dropped it, and they whoo left that fire burning <laughs> yeah, like, yeah i don't envy, i don't right envy their marketing department just wait till your internet's back and do like we are very needy okay we need yeah. our 
our X-Wing news. Just sit down with us and tell us what you want to do. Don't and, just and drop a tweet. I hate to say it, but this goes with me too. My wife makes fun of me for this. and I don't like change. Like, <laughs> yeah. And a, a lot of gamers, like if you actually like look at gamers and how we function, change is terrible. And they're just like, change every function of the game almost in that one decision rule. It, it does affect a lot of things. It, it, it feels like a big change when you're, you're right. It is, it is a small thing, but it's, it's multi-layered. It's huge. And so they could have done so much better just in releasing it. And I think that's my biggest problem. Like, don't do this. There's so many philosophies and practices saying, you don't do this. Mm -hmm. And they just, they did it. They did the thing you're not supposed to do. That would be like a principal going to a school, telling all the teachers, okay, starting today, I'm going to need five-page lesson plans. And then, and I'm going to be leaving for the rest of the day. I expect (laughs) A week's worth of five-page lesson plans on my desk by the end of the day. I'm, I'm leaving though. Yeah. Like, that's like I've done one-page lesson plans. How am I going to do five-page? I have today to do it all, and freaking out. I feel and like so you're arguing that, our point now. <laughs> well, no, no. I see. That's the thing. I get y'all's point, and I agree y'all's point. My point, my point is, well, these are the rules. Let's play them. Yeah, and I mean, like, I mean, yeah, we're not going to change the game. I mean, and I'm not dropping out. No. So, and I had to make a decision. I was getting emails, and so even before SoCal, I got a few emails saying, "What's your ruling?" And I'm like, "I'm going to wait to SoCal and see what D does and how D does it." And D did his thing. I'm like, okay. And then AMG announced we're going to be streaming these rules, and I'm like. Well, I'm going to wait until these rules. Yeah. And I'm like, email the people. Hey, AMG announced the stream. They announced they're going to announce what they're going to do. I'm going to go based on that. Then it didn't happen. I'm like, okay. Then it kind of did happen with this and fire, fire everywhere. And I'm like, oh, I have to make a decision. My first decision was let's roll with it. We're going to do these. And then I got so much flack for that from some locals. Uh, I was being told I was in a mood that day <laughs> when I'm like, we're doing this. This is how we're doing. And they're like, well, peace. We're, he's in a mood right now. We'll have a civil discussion later. So oh, shit. I'm like, I'm not, but I made the ruling. Whatever is in the official rules reference guide by November 15th. Well, that's what you kind of got to do. And so my ruling is if by November 15th, we still have bids in the rules reference guide, New Orleans Open will be going with bids. Hmm. I mean, yeah. if that's the rule. Yeah, like I I would assume you'd run it by official rules. Like I know because of the online environment, everybody's going with the up to 200, but... But see, that's... Everyone just assumed. If, if that's what the rule says, I mean, that's we, what we went with this past weekend because yeah. our 
to be and you know like most people have been playing with their 200 point lists so that's what came and again it was just i only i only bumped into two guys that had you know 198 and 199 and that might have been for fit or just because they don't play i think you know uh, tristan doesn't play that often so he might not have even known so yeah i i just i made that decision that whatever's in the rule book by November 15th, because I'm not going to create, I'm not going to go with like GSP or whatever. I'm not going to say we're creating these rules just for this tournament. Well, I'm just going to be, are, are they, they created their own rule, R- RPO. Like they assume that's how they were going to. Oh, it. okay. I see. I see. Well, hmm, I guess that's their decision. I would, yeah. I would always assume a tournament would be following the official rules until the official rules are changed. Right. I mean, they are Dion's tournaments. So well, yes, kinda, exactly. I, That's I the guess. thing. Dion's like seventy-five minute finals. Okay. Well, all right. So because they're Dion's tournaments, he can do that. I don't feel comfortable saying I'm going to follow Dion's ruling. That just feels weird. So my mm-hmm. official stance is I'm going to follow whatever's in the rules reference guide, November fifteenth, because that gives people time to practice during the Thanksgiving break Mm -hmm. and not throw things together. Now, let's say the rules do change after that. That's what Friday is for. Friday are the casual, fun, let's play with these rules. Sure. Okay. I'll be right back. uh, I'm sure a few of you guys will be trying that on Tuesday. For Gold Squadron making that up, were they just doing that because they assumed rules were coming and didn't know what they were? Yes. Or like, yeah, okay. So so their next tournament, when the rules are out, are not still going to be this rule. They're going to use, Dion's probably going to use the official rules. Well, he's for this next tournament that's this weekend, they're using their current rules. Yeah, that, and that's what they, yeah, they're going to go with what yeah. they announced. But, but they didn't do that just because, hey, we don't like AMG, we're doing this. They did it under an assumption. Yeah. And you and and I would assume next tournament that they run will be official rules again. Like they're uh, not yeah. like it's not like they've decided they don't like that rule, so they're not gonna use it, is what I'm getting at. Like right. Right. No. No. They he just had they had to make a decision. Asking, they made the decision they're sticking with him it. And yeah. asking about it and yeah, he just said he said, well, I'm not gonna use what's not in the rules. Right. Except he's going to say he's not using what's in the not in the like, but he's using his own rules. Yes, but but he had to announce something. It's announced yes. he's sticking to his decision. That that's no. fine too. And I, I'm 100. percent That's his tournament. Right. right. Which I'll be in, by the way. And I, I like luck. I cheer for Dion whenever like what he does and what he does for the community. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that that's why I like that's kind of what I was getting. Like yeah. he seems to be on board with the game like that's i like i i i just was trying to clarify more for myself that the you know he is very likely to go back to whatever the official rules are next tournament yes yeah yeah Yeah, but the whole question is is this go back to bids or whatever the whole question is is this official like does it make it official when amg posts it on their twitter no no, because I agree. Because the what they 
because the, the, the obstructions were made official rules. The changes to obstructions, right? Or obstacles, sorry. Yeah, so that, that's the main issue is they had a full document release and everybody thought the RPO rules would be in it. And then everybody was making a big deal about the gas cloud changes. And then the next day... Which I don't have a problem with. There's this huge thing. And one of the most uh, crazy replies to it, I'm not going to name who it was, but he's a big person in the X-Wing community. His comment was, I don't say this lightly, you've ruined the game. Hmm. I, I don't feel that extreme about it. Um, but... Some people weren't going to be it, happy it was with... Just, it was a knee-jerk reaction. Some yeah, people fine. aren't going to be happy with whatever AMG does, and... That's why they needed an agent like, I'll say, an agent of change. Just because that term has been put into my head forever. But some people weren't going to be happy with whatever AMG did. Yeah. But to be fair, I think, um, Dave, you had one of the best points tonight. Um, Everybody is just trying to survive through this pandemic playing a game that we love and they're just up and changing it as yeah it's, we're it's, just it's trying to get it's, back to normal yeah ever it's just tough all over right now and again so to some it probably feels like they're changing it just to change it yeah to some we it feels know. like oh we're we're this is our game now we're gonna make it the way that we want and make it our own game yeah, I mean, as we someone that works why. for a giant corporation for 15 years, I, I am one of those people because I've seen <laughs> new regimes come in and do that kind of thing. It, it exactly. feels like that to me, but no, that again, it's not my game, and I'm not I'm not dropping out. But it <laughs> it does feel a little like that. No, that is 100 percent a valid point to have. That is a 100 percent valid point to have. And that's why my issue was just how they did it. Yeah. You're, oh, you're totally right. Like, I I assume that's why, you know, FFG would do their streams, um, you know, a little more often. And they, they played, uh, was it was it Alec Davies that would kind of sit through a game with you? Yeah. Like. Um, yeah. And they just did what anybody in the world could do is drop a tweet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't, do I don't use Twitter. I don't know, but. Sure. <laughs> I mean, nobody, not a lot of people follow me, but I could do that. Like, so I, I'm it, just, I want to try it. I haven't gotten to sit down and try it yet. This weekend was all D and D, so I haven't had to play X Wing yet. That's this Thursday. We're probably gonna try it at League. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bring something and try to hit some. Like, same initiatives and see if it matters. And now, if we're talking official ruling, this came up in another discussion with some of my judge friends and stuff. Did you know, according to the tournament FAQs and tournament rules, glass gas clouds are not legal in tournaments? What? No, I didn't know that. Yes, according to the tournament rulebook, the only two types of obstacles allowed are... Asteroids and gas clouds. Debris. Yeah, debris, sorry. 
Huh. That doesn't seem right. Is but it that just is? because they never made an addition to like they never FFG? Added it to the tourna- yeah, FFG right. never added it to the tournament rulebook. Huh. So, like, in the tournament rulebook. So, if you wanted to be everybody. a real tournament jerk, you could. <laughs> everybody, everybody that brought aces and gas clouds d- disqualified. Well, you're not disqualified. You brought other. You brought other obstacles, didn't you? <laughs> well, that's what you wrote on your your squad sheet. Oh, we still the do obstacles that. That you were bringing. You're disqualified. <laughs> yep. Go home. I don't care if you traveled six hours to get here. Go home. Like, oh if we look at tournament regulations. Let's see. It's loading up right now. Effective. I guess they only cared to update the actual rules document and not the tournament one. Well. Tournament materials, game mats, player materials, squad building, squad lists, multiple faction um, ships, essential, non-essential components, types of components, cards, indicators, objects. Tools, legal products and substitutions, sharing tournament setup. Let's see where exactly is it. Which I just looked at it because we were just talking about this. That players may use any obstacle punch board, asteroids, and debris clouds from first or second edition. Page four. Huh. So when is that printed? When when is that from? That is October 2018, the most recent update. (laughs) Oh, my God. So that was before Separatist or Republic came out. So it kind of makes you wonder how long they were planning to sell (laughs) the company, right? Now we're not going to update this. Let the next guy do it. So (laughs) according to the tournament rules, and in fact, players may use device punch boards. It just says bombs and mines. doesn't say, but devices are... They have, but obstacle punch board, punch board, asteroids, and debris clouds. So, are we going to nitpick like every little thing? That's the thing. That's yeah. They need to update that. Oh boy. Well, um, I'm I not going to. I found an even crazier thing. Um, if you go to Yasby and you go to resistance and you go to a ship with a talent slot and then you look at heroic it's two points oh that makes oh that's terrible oh that's the worst that's that's my news what (laughs) why did i look this up (laughs) but don't listen to me (laughs) that that's just my i'm off my high horse now i know i ranted too and I hoped I kept it civil in. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, no. None of us have ripped each other's throats out yet. So, we're good. <laughs> I, and, I mean, I feel like we all agree. Mate, like, I disagree. I, I, I'm on the... If you tell me these are the rules, yeah, let's do it. So Yeah, I mean, I'm, I didn't get red-assed enough that, again, I'm not, I'm not going to... I'm not selling my ships. I'm not ditching the game. I still... You know, can't wait to get back to the game chamber hey, for the next hey, play. You know what? You know what won't care about random player order at all. So, in Antics. <laughs> Meta's changing. They're back. Yes. 
Also, Gregor. I can Gregor. The initiative zero MPA. Oh. No, no, Buzz, um, Buzzroid Swarm. Gargoyle is important for Buzzroid Swarm. I guess. <laughs> because. Well, how does Gargoyle read? Oh, this is going to be stupid. My thought. If you're at range zero of an enemy ship, if somebody, if you defend, then you deal a critical damage to everybody at range zero. So, if you have a buzz droid swarm on Gargor, you can shoot Gargor before and blow them up. Oh, like with an R5 TK or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's funny. I thought... I, I but... saw somebody bring up um, R5 TK and uh, automatic target priority earlier. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, if your if your friendlies are closer to you than your opponent, yep, <laughs> you gotta shoot your friendly. <laughs> Make sure you got a jamming pin. Oh man, I thought that was kind of funny. But yeah, that was a that was a good uh, conversation. I think that we all had varying opinions on it. Um, I think Dave, you're like you're okay, like, either way, as long as they kind of streamline it. Oh, um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll get over it, and uh, we'll keep rolling dice. I'm still not 100% about it. I, I still really like the way that GSP has handled it, or even, like, obviously I'm not the I'm not an ace player, so it's not affecting me too much. Like, I'm an I-1 Swarm player, and I fly kind of middle initiatives. Um, everything will level out right like the aces aren't going away people will figure out what's up i mean yeah we have to try like when I, we, no one's tried it yet that i know of it's just another thing to do every turn and i know it doesn't affect every matchup but it's still something i've heard like and i haven't tried it so i don't know i've heard it doesn't slow down the game that much Though others have said it slows it down too much, but well, so that's if another. You're, um, if if you don't have overlapping initiatives in your game, you can just choose to not do it, right? To not roll every turn. Can you? I mean, if it doesn't Say affect the did. game, why do it? Uh, sorry, just uh, sorry. Maybe I didn't hear what you said. Explain. What, what do you mean? What did you say? Like, if you have a two, three, four, and their opponent has fives and sixes, there's no overlap. Oh, right, right, right. Unless there's something during the engagement phase or system phase that matters, like yeah. there's no point in wasting your time rolling dice for initiative or for first or second player. Right. Which which will happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. So if there's no overlap at all, you can just choose not to do it. I don't think the judge is going to stop you if you're trying to I think generally, um, if you're, if you, if, if, yeah, like if, if both players at the table are okay with it, don't even call the judge to ask him. Yeah. And, and please take away like the, you don't need to roll six dice, just roll one, like three dice each. That's kind of extreme. Does seem like a lot. <laughs> it's for ties, I guess. I don't know. 
and and bring but your own you just, dice because even before COVID, I hate other people touching my dice. Just use the FFG dice app. I hate that too. <laughs> I love the feel and the sound of dice. I just don't want. I do too. I don't want your bad juju on my dice. That's all. That's why. Well, like I play for Dungeons and Dragons as virtual tabletops, but even when I'm playing on a virtual tabletop. I'm rolling my own dice. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what I've rolled, and I'll be honest. I'll take a picture of them for you. <laughs> I want to roll my dice. I understand. I buy, especially for D and bought expensive custom dice, man. Yeah. No. My wife is the same way. She's like, I have all these like custom dice for me. I'm using them, and I'm like, I just have the same set I've always had <laughs> for years. Oh, I bought these like uh, disco flecked. Uh, they're green with like silver disco paint flecks in them. I love them. Oh, I I have um a bar die that like has like it's metal and it shines different ways. Oh yeah, and the D twenty is a a liar. <laughs> so I just have I a to... dice bag with a bunch of random dice in it. I don't think any of them are super special. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, I don't think I have anything to shed my opinion on that and i think that the gist of it is it just was the news just wasn't delivered the best it could have been delivered and yes we could have saved a lot of headaches um and a lot of uh drama okay guys i gotta head off absolutely um do we have any shout outs before we close out um new orleans open <laughs> december yeah, 10th 11th 12th uh, Our tournament's already passed, is, so. Yeah, right, my, my shadows just—it's been fun playing Nintendo Switch um, N64 games, uh, especially with friends online. If if you guys, uh, it's a a little—it's a little expensive if you don't have a family plan, like a 63 bucks Canadian yeah. a year um, to get it. But if you can do a family plan and splitting with a few p- people, I have five or six a, a six person coming on. So it's like 20 bucks a year. It's not that big a deal. But it's been fun playing like Mario Kart and Mario Tennis and games like that online. And we'll be getting more games soon. Good old nostalgia goggles. (laughs) Anything for you, Dave? No, no. Just everybody stay calm. Keep playing. I'll see you next. We'll we'll be back with uh, updates next episode on how it works. Absolutely. All right. Everybody on the internets and everybody uh, listening in the future, stay safe and we'll talk to you next time.